This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Ricardo. My name is Sam. And this is the Outer Limit Frequency. Today is the final day of New Zealand Music Month 2021, and while Sam and I march the beat of our own really off-kilted drum, we recognise a prime opportunity to put our own spin on the established order of festivities. Aotearoa is a hotbed of innovative music and talented musicians, so much so that it doesn't always stay confined to our shores. Many of our country's best and brightest have struck out overseas to seek bigger fortunes and opportunities. And conversely, our little corner of the globe has become a favourite spot for world-famous musicians trying to get away from the hassle of life in the spotlight. As such, tonight's episode will look at both Kiwis who have made it big internationally, as well as some of those who have chosen to call New Zealand home. And on top of this, a little later, we will have a special feature on Finn Andrews of the Vales, who's done a little bit of both. One of the more iconic duos in New Zealand music is, of course, the Finn brothers, Tim and Neil. So the obvious choice here would be to play something from the two of them, whether it's from their band Split Ends, Crowded House, although Tim was only a part of that briefly, or even their aptly named duo, the Finn brothers. However, I'm splitting them up, because while they may have done their best work with Split Ends, we need to pay a little bit of attention to the rest of their work. Tim has had a fairly successful solo career and done a fair bit of soundtrack work, including the song Winter Light for The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, while Neil has of course been the constant driving force behind Crowded House, had a successful solo career, and even been a part of the legendary Fleetwood Mac. The highlight of Neil's career to me, however, has been his Seven Worlds Collide project, which had him team up with the likes of Eddie Vedder, Johnny Marr, Phil Selway and Ed O'Brien, among others. And that's what we're going to go with now. So now we have two songs back to back. We'll start with Tim Finn and Winter Light and then on to Neil Finn and co performing the Pearl Jam song Parting Ways.
the opportunity should arise for a young musician to head overseas to join a cool rock band, well, who was going to turn that down? After all, this is a very viable path for talented Kiwis to blaze their way to distant lands and beyond. It was long rumoured that a member of masked horror metal band Lordi from Sweden was secretly a Kiwi. That's Lordi with an I, not to be confused with Lord with an E. But the identity of former Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats bass player Dean Miller is far more certain. Miller joined the dour British rockers in 2012, and even though his tenure only lasted for four years, he still made important contributions to the group, primarily on their second album, Mind Control. So it's good to see local guys and girls grabbing such opportunities by the horns and making the most of it. Good on you, Dean. And this is Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats with Mindcrawler. Yes. 
I will never really understand how Flight of the Concords made it as big as they did. That isn't a put down. I genuinely really like them, but they're just so incredibly Kiwi in their humor that I'm just amazed they've managed to get picked up by both BBC and HBO, two of the premier international brands. They haven't done a huge amount since their HBO show ended, but every now and then there's been enough demand for them that they get together for the odd special, their last appearance being the HBO special Live in London in 2018. The guys are always a good time, and I've always got a little bit of hope for a third season of their TV show, no matter how unlikely it may be. This is Mother Uckers. Transaction fee makes my payment short. My rent comes back to me minus a twenty-five dollar penalty. So you feed me, cause of your mother I can feed. Read the word on my ATM zip. Said we're all mother uckers and we're uckin' with this shit. Come on. Too many mother uckers, uckin' with my shit. My transaction There's shit. Too many mother uckers, uckin' with my shit. My weekly statement shit. Too many mother uckers, uckin' with my shit. With my balance shit. How many motherfuckers? Too many to count, motherfuckers. The motherfucker runs a racist fucking grocery. The motherfucker won't sell an apple to a kiwi. The fight's gonna get vicious and malicious. Cut the crutches. I need my red delicious. We met my money isn't better gonna dice the motherfucker like a motherfucker fruit salad then don't granny smith up and avocado mango then and pop an apple in his ass yeah I'm gonna juice the motherfucker He's gonna wake up in a smoothie Everybody come on in the wake of a global pandemic, I can confidently say there are worse places to be right now than New Zealand. And it seems that many agree with me, based on the number of people from overseas that aspire to ride out this unprecedented crisis on our fair shores. This is the reason behind us becoming host to Amanda Palmer, for example. Palmer first rose to prominence as half of the cabaret punk duo Dresden Dolls, but has since gone on to carve out quite the reputation as a solo artist. Her extended stay here in New Zealand actually happened quite by accident, as she was on tour here when a COVID-related travel restrictions came into effect. But by all accounts, it's been a happy accident, and we might just have an honorary New Zealander in our midst as a result. From her 2012 album, Theatre is Evil, this is The Killing Type. I wouldn't kill a It's so terrible, I 
The 90s and early 2000s being the formative years for the musical tastes of both Ricardo and myself, one of the biggest and best bands out there, of course, was System of a Down. Hang on, System of a Down aren't a Kiwi band? Far from it, really. However, frontman Serge Tankian has two homes as of late, one being in Los Angeles, the other being in Walkworth, of all places. Maybe it's the fact that Walkworth is so out of the way and small that drew Serge to it but he seems to quite like the country, and we feel compelled to claim him as a reborn Kiwi. As Ricardo said, many musicians from out of the country have professed their love for our little island, but Serge is one of the few to make it his home. So from System of a Down, this is Violent Pornography. Everybody, 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 everybody
Feature artist. Right from the start, Fit Andrews was torn between the UK and his native New Zealand. His mother was a sociology and English professor based in Auckland, while his father was a London based musician who had performed alongside Iggy Pop, David Bowie, and Robert Fripp, as well as being a prominent member of New Wave Act XTC. In his teens, Andrews lived in Auckland and attended Takapuna High School before heading off to London to seek his fortunes as a musician in his father's footsteps. He emerged as the frontman for a band called The Vales in 2004 with their debut record The Runaway Found. The album was widely praised for its paradoxical combination of romantic exuberance and poetic world wariness. But it turns out that The Runaway Found was merely hinting at the band's potential, but it went a long way to establishing Andrews as a singer of note and someone to keep your eyes on in the future. And from that album, this is The Vales with The Tide That Left and Never Came Back. Mm-hmm. 
Following on from the buzz created by The Runaway Found, Andrews enlisted some new collaborators to work on the next record. He had put a greater emphasis on string arrangements, harsh sonic textures, and gothic-style poetry, which pushed the recordings in a much darker direction than before. The album that resulted from these tweaks to the Vale's formula was called Nux Vomica, named after a poisonous tree, which definitely should have been taken as a hint as to the direction the Vales were wanting to go here. I think the key takeaway from Nux Vomica is that Andrews was starting to embrace the bloody and bombastic legacies of his idols, the Nick Caves, Leonard Cohens, and Lou Reeds of the world. And in doing so, his artistic voice was growing and adapting to his new surroundings. And there really isn't a better example to demonstrate that point than this next song, Jesus for the Jugular. Thank you. 
By the time The Veil's third album was released in 2009, the band had become a truly international group. Andrews was still the undisputed centrepiece of the band as the singer, soul songwriter and cover model for Nux Vomica, but The Veil's finally had a well-established lineup that featured players from the UK, Germany and even a second Kiwi, Sophia Byrne on the bass. This latest album, Sun Gangs, had moved the band in a decidedly more modern direction, though. After all, this was 2009. It had to compete with the latest heavily produced rock acts, as well as the upcoming slew of indie darlings slumming it in the charts. Instrumentally, this album perhaps played things a little too safe, but it was far from sterile. Andrew's vocal performances were strong throughout, more comfortable sounding than ever before. And although it was more conventional overall, Sun Gangs had enough gaps for strong emotional and artistic moments to shine through. Tracks like the daunting 8-minute-plus maelstrom that is Larkspur were vulgar displays of raw power, and songs like this next number provided plenty of nervous, razor-sharp energy to grab people's attention. From Sun Gangs, this is Killed by the Boom. He stared at the skyline with a look of avarice 
fourth album was released in 2013 to a diminished amount of fanfare. Time Stays We Go marked their third consecutive album with essentially the same lineup. And while consistency is often seen as a positive aspect, there was a distinct feeling that maybe this consistency had run its course. It's a technically sound album, but it leaned even more heavily into that cleaner, more polished sound of Sun Gangs. By now, too many of the Vale's sharp edges have been sanded down, leaving a finished product that was perhaps a little too clean to gain much traction. Accordingly, Time Stays We Go made very little impression, receiving some of the lowest ratings and sales of their career so far, which is a pity coming from a group that had shown such daring and cunning in the past. It was becoming clear that if the Vales were going to stay relevant in rapidly moving times, something was going to have to change. It turns out that change was just around the corner. But before we get there, from Time Stays We Go, this is Dancing with the Tornado.
she's going with Oh no, she's dancing with the tornado After a few more years of incubating new ideas, The Veils returned in 2016 with total depravity, their most ambitious and arguably best album to date. With a retooled and expanded band at his disposal, Andrew's gloomy and menacing aspirations reached new heights. A lot of the credit for this revitalised sound has to be given to the rather surprising figure pulling the strings behind the scenes. The record was produced by rapper LP, better known as That White Guy from Run the Jewels, and this was a very deliberate choice by Andrew's. Having experienced the intimidating low end of Run the Jewels firsthand and the effect that it has on an audience, Andrews decided that he needed to bring some of that harsh bass tone energy into the next Vales album. When turned up to maximum, it adds layers of grime and disorientation to some of the heavier tracks, and there are some impressively heavy tracks on this album. But, as always, Finn and his expressive voice is the band's most vital instrument, and Total Depravity gave it all the space it needed to play. I really love the slower tracks on this album, with the highlight being Swimming with the Crocodiles.
Total Depravity is, as of the time of this recording, the most recent album from The Vales, but Finn Andrews has been very active regardless. He has toured both with The Vales and as a solo singer-pianist, and he has several extracurricular activities on the side. He made an appearance in Twin Peaks The Return, along with the rest of the band, and performed the Total Depravity single Axolotl at the show's iconic Roadhouse. And considering the song's lyrics are the thoughts of a man mutating into a lizard, Something tells me that David Lynch found just the right guy to match the show's surreal tone. In 2019, Andrews released his first solo album, One Piece at a Time. It's more stripped down than even the first Vales album, forcing Andrews' voice and bare piano into the spotlight. But his murder ballad tendencies were not so easily left behind, as demonstrated by the lead single, One by the Venom. It is a passionate listing of the ways to lose one's life in this harsh, cruel world of ours. Hardly cheerful stuff, but very on-brand for this cutthroat troubadour. One in his bed and one all blown to hell One on his throne and one slumped in his cell One from the smoke and one cornered by fire One by his enmity, one his desire One from her plight and one by fallen wood one from a covenant come to no good One from the cigarettes, one by her kind One by the voices that cornered her mind One, one by one One by one One by one One by the God of War, one by decree one by his mercy and one by his greed One in the lion's den, one by a pope One by the guillotine, one by the rope One by the mob at 19 in that barn One from the boredom and one the alarm One by black magic, one cannibalized One by the spiders and one by the flies
Thank you once again for tuning into the Outer Limit Frequency. As you will know by now, but I'm indeed going to repeat, we have lots of episodes available on Spotify. Look us up, and it's a Outer Limit Frequency guarantee you'll find something you'll like. And since we're coming back next week, which means you're probably coming back as well, yeah, you're coming back next week, um, join us as we take a look at the evolution of blues rock and the band that's been there through pretty much the whole thing, ZZ Top. See you then. more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.